Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. As you stand, get quickly in the Word of the Lord tonight. Thank you. God bless you. And uh, so good to see everybody here in Judges chapter 13. And if you'll turn there and help me. Let's get in the word quickly. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. The Lord delivered them in the hand of the Philistines 40 years. Look at this. And there was a certain man in Zorah, the family of Danites, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared in the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive, and you're going to bear a son. He said, now therefore beware. He said, beware. The angel said, I pray thee and that you do not drink any wine, not strong wine, strong drink, eat any unclean thing. For, thou, for lo, thou shalt conceive and you're going to bear a son and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from, from the womb. He shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. On a, and for the woman came and told her husband, saying, The man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. Very troubled. But I asked him, not whence he was, neither told me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God. From the wound to the day of his death. Tonight I want to preach this title tonight to you. Bring the word of the Lord. If you'll help me and follow me quickly. Ordinary rules matter. Say rules matter. Say they matter to me. Say they matter to you. Let's lift our hearts and hands and pray. Father, thank you for your mercy your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. We ask for your divine blessing upon the house tonight and upon all those who are here. Bless them physically, spiritually, God, and give them strength tonight. Bless their mind with faith, and God, give them courage tonight. Jesus, in your mighty name we pray, and everybody shout, amen. Now, if you're going to help him, show him how you're going to help him. Disciplinary rules. God bless you. You can be seated. To obtain a better life of freedom in the spirit and your life itself. Did you know God has set up from the beginning for mankind to reach a place of a blessed life? If you desire to reach a place of a blessed life, God has set up rules. He gave disciplinary rules for us so it will bring greater life and blessings in our spirit, health, and wealth. There's no other way, but I'm here to tell you there's a way to change your life. Since the beginning, mankind has fought against these rules. They fought against God, yet they promises us that if we obey and live by them, if we live by them, our lives will manifest God's favor and blessing. Is there anybody in the house tonight that desires God's divine blessing on you? 
I want God to reign on my home, my marriage, my wife, my children, my grandchildren. I want him to reign on my property. I want him to reign on my health. I want God's blessing to reign on me. What about you? Do you know the night, even as the adversary tells you that you cannot be blessed, he's a liar. The Bible already says that he's the father of lies. But tonight, we can change the very destiny of our lives through the rules that God has set up. You see, yet we, we choose. Somebody shout, we choose. We choose to live by those rules or not live by them at all. We will suffer in our life if we do not live by them. In Deuteronomy 30 and 15 says, through 18 it says, See, I have set before thee this day life, good, death, and evil. God has said it there. But in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgment, that they may live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land where thou goest to possess it. Mm -hmm. But if thy heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve other gods, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whether thou passest over Jordan to go possess it. God said, as long as you are living in my commandments, I'm going to bless your life. Look out, saint of God. If you're living the best way you can by the word of God, God's going to bless and honor your life tonight. Stop allowing adversity and the devil telling you that you're not going to be blessed. Somebody needs to shout to yourself, listen to what God's telling me, I'm going to be blessed. Come on, act like it tonight. This ain't no nursing home and it ain't, a, it ain't a kindergarten. This is church. Say, I'm going to be blessed tonight. I'm going to be blessed. No matter what the devil tells you, precious saints, you're going to be blessed. You see, whether in the spirit, health, or wealth, how we live by the, by the word of God and by God's disciplinary rules will determine the outcome of my life and your life. The devil don't determine your outcome. Adversities don't determine your outcome. Battles don't determine your outcome. Circumstances don't determine your outcome. You determine the very outcome of your life. Come on. I don't care how bad it is now. You have a chance to turn things around. You have a chance to come out of where you're at. I'm telling you again, the devil don't determine your outcome. The devil don't determine the answer. The devil don't determine whether you're going to win or not. It's you that determines it. And I'm here to tell you tonight, you can win and you can overcome any place that you're at. Somebody ought to give God a praise and tell him, it ain't over yet. Somebody shout, it ain't over yet. Say, I determine it. Shall I determine I determine my outcome. Not the devil. No, he don't determine my outcome. See, how, whether in the spirit, health, or wealth, we determine our own outcome. You see, in Genesis 3, church, we see where God told Adam, you have the authority to rule in the blessed garden that I created. 
But as long as you don't partake of the tree of knowledge, as long as you don't partake of that tree, you have the liberty to rule in this place of blessing. But you see, when you, when you do, when you fall, when you do, you shall die. And that don't mean die physically. It means separation from God. But you see, you have a choice, Adam. Somebody needs to shout, I have a choice. Now shout, I have a chance. Because some devil, some problem has told some of you that the adversity has told your flesh you, you're defeated. He's told you your spiritual life, you're defeated. He's told you financially you're defeated. You see, when I get up every day, I don't come in here and sit on my behind and just chill back and take it easy. I come in here looking for something that God's telling me in the matter I'm in. He's going to give me a word to tell me I'm going to get you out. I'm going to bring you out, but you got to follow my word. Somebody shout, it can get better. Say it can get better. I'm having to do this because you're sitting there. I'm telling you, it can get better. It will get better. I told God, I said, if these people don't preach to me, they don't want it, see me somewhere else. Because I want somebody's hungry. I, I, I said, I want somebody hungry for it. When you're hungry, he'll feed you. Come on, see, he'll feed you. But you see, Adam had that choice. I got that choice. Everyone has a choice to make it to heaven. We all do. Yet God set a disciplinary rule. He set a rules to live by. He said, you got to live with these rules if you're going to make it to heaven. Before you can enter into the kingdom of God, John 3 and 3 tells me and you this, church. He says this. Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't see it. Nicodemus said unto him, how, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time his mother's womb and be born? Oh, but you got to understand, Jesus answered, Fairly, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It's not my rules. It's not your family's rules. It's not the community's rules. It's Jesus' rules. And the only way to enter the kingdom of God is you got to be born of the water and of the spirit to enter his kingdom. Somebody shout, I have a chance. Nobody is going to face God on judgment and say, I didn't have a chance to be saved. We all got a chance to be saved, but it's our choice to get up and say, hey, I refuse to stay like this. I've heard some things he told me I got to do that would change my life, and I got to get up, and I got to activate his word to where a change will come into my life. Does anybody want to be in the kingdom of God? Does anybody want to make it to heaven? My God. Oh, that's one thing, saints. It will, it will not happen if you're not willing to adapt and follow, follow through with God's rules. It will not happen. You have a chance now. Listen to me. It's not the devil determines your outcome. It's me and you that determine the outcome. 
after the fall in the garden from God's rules of life, God made more disciplinary rules. He said, okay, you fell. But now to be saved, you've got to have the blood of the lamb on you. He kills a lamb in the garden, takes that coat of the lamb, and he puts it on Adam and Eve. And the only way they could be saved in front of him was to wear that coat. Can I tell you something? There ain't no other way to be saved but through the blood of Jesus Christ. He set these rules. And the only way they could be saved was obey those rules. You hear me now. They had to be willing to wear the coat. You see tonight, I don't know about you, but I want to be saved. And whatever I got to put on through Christ, I want to put it on tonight. Whatever I got to put on, you got to be born to the water and the spirit. Now, I don't, you may say, well, that don't, that, don't go with her. that don't go for me. It goes for everybody. For anybody to enter the kingdom of God, he's got to be born to the water and the spirit. That's his rule. You see, before, before they did, before they, before they died, to get out of the mess that they were in, Adam told God, he told God his reason why he failed. This is the reason I failed, God. It's because the woman you gave me caused me to fall. And the woman, Adam, the woman Eve, <laughs> this is Valentine's, y'all remember that? <laughs> Eve said, Lord, said the reason I failed, the serpent caused me to fall. You see, Everybody want to blame everybody for the reason they fail. Everybody wants to blame everything else on why they fail. They fell, they fell into a bad spirit. They fell into bad health. They fell into debt. But they want to blame everybody else on the reason where they fell into. But no one wants to take the blame that the reason they are where they are. It's because they broke the rules. You see, they broke the rules. Shout, I have a chance. I know some of you need to, you need to, have, a, you need to have an ice bath. You'll wake up a little bit. I promise you, you won't be sleepy. You won't be sitting there. Oh, days down. I probably hit to wake you up. I'm here to tell you. Say, I have a chance. I was talking to someone this week that stirred, stirred my spirit, and it should stir you. We can't come so comfortable in the house of God because as we get comfortable, we miss what God's trying to tell us. And God, hear me, God's been so good to us to bring us a word. You get comfortable every time you come in here and so you chill back and you're just at ease in what you're hearing. But at the same time, he's bringing you a word to get you out of what you're in. I'm here to tell you now, you better break away from being comfortable. You better break away from being falling into the norm. You better get up and say, hey, I can't go to sleep right now. i got to wake myself up because God's telling me I have a chance. I have a chance. They fell in a bad place. It's because they broke the rules. You see, living, living God's rules is a way to turn your life around and to pull you out of a problem. And it is a way to change the course of where your life is going. It'll change the very course. 
Deuteronomy 20, 28 and 1 and 2, favorite verses of mine. And it shall come to pass. Somebody shall it come to pass. If thou will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments which I command this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Shout, he'll do it. But all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Say, if I do it, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. I asked the other day, and I asked Shelly today. I said, what are you willing to give up physically, spiritually, and in life to get what a miracle from God? you got to be willing to say, hey, I'm laying this stuff down because I need a miracle. You don't want no miracle if you're not willing to lay things down. But you got to be willing to lay everything down for see God to do something in your life. That's like living for God. you got to say, I'm willing to do what i got to do to be saved and to turn my life around. you got to look right. You gotta have a better attitude, whatever you gotta get rid of. You hear me? I know that you may not like discipline in your spirit or life itself. But if you're disciplined, then according to the Word of God, according to the Word of God, God will give favor and blessings on your life. I said, God will. Somebody shout, He will. Say, He will. Some of you sit here tonight with things in your life. You need a miracle. You need a breakthrough. You need God to do something. I'm telling you, the voice of God spoke to me to preach something, son, that goes with this tonight. I'm here to tell you, God will do what he tells you he'll do. Let me say this again. God will do what he tells you he'll do. And listen to me again. The devil cannot keep the blessings of God offer you. When you do what God tells you to do, it is a guarantee that God's going to do what he said he'd do to your life. Come on, it ain't time to be discouraged. It ain't time to be down and out. It's time to shake ourselves, awake ourselves, and say, I know God's going to bring my family out of this. I know God's going to turn it around. I know God's going to carry us further. I just know because I did this for him. In all of Job's life. But Steve, all Job did. The Bible said he was an upright man. He shunned evil. He was a righteous man. He lived for God. That's one thing I seek to do. I want to be a righteous man. I want my spirit right. I don't want no sin in my life. I don't want no habits. I don't want no spiritual habits or physical habits. Come on. I don't want nothing to stand in the way for God's favor. Because there will come a day that when I'll be tried in my life. And you're going to be tried in your life. And God ain't can't look at me and say, well, you know, he's got that. Uh-uh. The devil will say, you know, you can't bless him because he's got that sin in his life. He never said that about Job. Never said that about Job. He never picked one thing out of Job's life and said, I know, I know God, you, you're not going to shield him because he's doing that. Uh-uh. He, he knew. He said, you got a hedge around Job. 
You got a hedge around him. God, I can't touch him. And old Job knew what he was doing. He knew every day he got up, I'm going to live right. I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to do what God wants me to do because he knew that the adversary was walking to and fro, up and down, trying to find something to do against God's people. It's good to live right with God. Come on, I want to say it again. What are you willing to give up physically, spiritually in life to see a miracle? Come on, Job said, it's worth it all. Give it all up because when everything's taken from you, God will give it back. I said, when everything's taken from you, God will give it all back. That's good right there. You hear me now? God's faithful. God will give favor and blessings on your life. That's the, that's the greatest the greatest battle you have will be, is to bring these things in your life through, just to fight yourself and the devil. Your spirit and flesh and life and causing them to be disciplined is a battle. Yes, it is. I have a chance. I have, say, I have a chance. Quit telling me that the devil, quit telling and quit saying that the devil is fighting you. The devil's done been whipped at Calvary. Your fight is in the will of your own flesh. It's the will of submitting to that sorry lying down joker. He, he's, he's no good. He's, no, he's fit for nothing. The Bible calls him the father of lies. Come on, quit listening to him. You see, I have a chance. Somebody said, I have a chance. You have a chance to wake up right now and hear something. To change my life. To change my spiritual walk. To change my health. To change my future. It all comes to this. You must follow God's rules to obtain what is yours. Jonah, we all know his story, but I'm going to tell it. Man, this is pitiful. Mm. God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh. He said, I want you to preach against their sin, Jonah. This was God's commandment to him, go, go to to Nineveh. And verse 2 says, Jonah, Jonah rose up. Fled to Tarsha. Went, got him a ticket. Got on a boat, and went the opposite way to Tarsha. Went the opposite way. Went the opposite way. You see, that means he was going the opposite way from God's commandment. How do you expect God to do something in your life when you're going the opposite way? Listen to me. He was not. He was not disciplinary. He was not going down a discipline path that God told him to go. He wasn't going down that path. He said, I'm not going that way. We need to look at our lives and see if we are truly following what God tells us to follow. It was his choice which way to go. See, it ain't God's choice how you worship tonight. It's you. It ain't even the devil's choice tonight. It's you. 
It's your choice whether you come in here and chill back and sit down for a little bit and don't even give God, I'm tired. I got so much on my mind. And God can't even get you to the next level because you're so screwed up in your head. But you hear it say it's my choice. You've had so much going on. I had so much going on in my life before that when I'm hearing a preacher, I have to battle myself to listen to what God's saying because myself wants to try to figure out what I'm going through. So, but if I listen, God's trying to tell me how to get out of what I'm in. So I'm here to tell you, it's your choice tonight how God operates in this service. It ain't the devil. It ain't nobody else. It's how much you're willing to put in worship and praise and movement tonight in this room to get God to edify us in this house. It's your choice. It ain't the devil's choice. God's waiting on you. God, I... I got so much going on. He knows what's going on in your world. He even knows what's going on tomorrow. But I'm here to tell you, what we do right now matters tomorrow. My God. You see, you know, you know the story that when you're going the wrong way, you see that the rules tell you to go. You're going to face bad storms. How many knows that? In the spirit, in health, in life. But you know, I have, somebody shout, I have a chance to turn it around. Now, I want you to shout it. Some of you sitting there ain't saying nothing. Say it again. I have a chance to turn it around. I don't know why I'm saying it, but the Holy Ghost sure is pushing me. And I know he ain't pushing some of you because you ain't moving. I mean, he's, had, he, he's pushing you. He's pushing tonight. You I know you ain't going to move. But I, I'm here to tell you, he's pushing me to tell you, somebody, the devil's telling you that there ain't a chance. But God's trying to tell somebody there is a chance. He's trying to tell you that his rules, if you'll live by them and walk by them, his rules will change the diameter. Come on. He'll change your life. He'll change the very place where you live. He'll change tomorrow if you live by them. I know it may not look good right now. It may not feel good right now. But if you live by what God tells you to do, he will change it. God to change it. And I feel in the Holy Ghost, some of you's almost got whipped in the head, but God come tonight to tell you, don't you listen to it. As long as you're doing right, I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to pay you back. Until Shelly Day said, when you've done right, why worry about it? But when you got wrong in your life, that's when you're going to worry. This is just, follow me. Please follow me. All hope is gone when Jonah finds himself in the belly of that old fish. In darkness, I'd say he's in a bad place, wouldn't you, saints? He's in a bad place. Anybody been in a bad place in life? Jonah knew the only way to get out of the bad place, saints, was to cry out to God. Tell God he was wrong and going the wrong way. Tell God his way was right and he's willing to follow it now. Tell God you're right, God. Somebody shout, God, you're right. And Jonah 2, 1 through 4 tells us, look what the word says tonight, Jonah 2. Then Jonah prayed in the Lord, 
Here's God out, out of the fish's belly. You, can, you know you can cry out of the place you went wrong? You can cry out of the place that you went wrong and said, I cried by reason of my affliction of the Lord. Come on. And he heard me. God's a faithful God. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Come on. Oh, for thou, why hadn't you cried out to him? For thou hast cast me in the deep, in the midst of the sea. Jonah said, Lord, you cast me. God's going to say, yeah, I did because you didn't follow my rules. The floods come past me about, and all the bowels of the waves passed over me. He's telling, his, he's telling everybody, I've been overcome by darkness. I've been overcome by oppression. I've been overcome by depression. I've been overcome by the storm I'm in. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look. What did he say? Oh, my God, follow me. Say, I'll look again. I'll look one more time to the holy temple. Say to God, don't, don't, don't give up. I don't care where you're at. Look again. You may have followed, you may have stepped out of the rules. You may have went the wrong way. You may have got to a place you're thinking it ain't no way out. Yes, it is. You got to look again. Come on. I don't care if you messed up. Look again. Look again to do right. Look again to get out of it. Look again to change. Somebody shout, there's hope. I want everybody to shout, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. You see, it was left up to Jonah to see if he would follow. It was left up to Jonah if he would be willing to follow God again and give him a second chance. But Jonah 3, 1 through 3 tells us this, church. And the word of the Lord came to Jonah. What time? What time? Second time. A just man falls seven times. And I say, if you fall today, get up. Preacher called me the other day. He asked me about, you know, how, what, what kind of workout program y'all doing and stuff. And, you know, I've been this enough 30-some, 40 years ago to the gym with Jacob and Adam and all them. I began to tell him some things, and he said, and I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, hold on. I said, what about your diet? He said, uh, 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 uh. I said, no, 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 no. It ain't going to come without you dieting. I said, it ain't going to come. You know, some people just want to do half of it and not all of it. And they're, and they're, and they're not going to get no results like they want, so they get discouraged and quit everything. That's it. You see, that's why when I come here on a Wednesday night, I'm going to worship like a Sunday morning. I ain't going to be halfway. Arise, go into Nineveh. Feel him. That great city and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Here we go, Jonah. Thank God for second chances. Jonah rose. And went unto Nineveh. That meant that the Bible said God caused the fish to vomit him up. Aren't you glad in places you've been and you broke the rules and went the wrong way that God caused your place to throw you up? Anybody ever felt like he did that to you? He just puked you up. I mean, he just vomited you up. 
root you out. Everything, everything that you was in come out with you. And you can smell it, feel it, taste it and everything. But thank God he gave you a second chance. Now you're out. Go do what I told you to do. Can I tell you tonight, life ain't over. The devil hadn't defeated you. You have a second chance spiritually. You have a second chance with your physical life and life itself. You have a second chance. I'm trying to connect to your spirit. Come on. As long as there is a word of God in the Bible, oh, I feel it. You have a chance by your choice to turn it all around. Hear me, saints. You have set, you have a set of rules that will cause, that will change your spirit and your life. It's in the word. You have a set of disciplinary rules that you can live by to change your health. You know, I read something to my wife and I did some studying and uh, it's about knowledge and it's about health and it's about spirit. And I was, you know, I, 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 she was typing something for me and they say if you want, if you want to lose some weight, wait, you gotta, if you want to walk a mile, a mile, if you want to lose one pound, you got to walk 35 miles. That's 70,000 steps. That means you need to average about 10,000 a day. Did you know an average person, if they keep up the clock on their watch, or do 6,000 to 7,000 a day? You do more than you realize. So if you do just a little bit more, it will bring a change. Come on, a little bit more here to bring a change. See, you have you have a set of these rules that God gives. If you live by them, I will bring this in your life. A, a set of disciplinary rules that if you follow them, I will change your wealth. You see, in Judges 13, how many has ever lived by God's word spiritually or how spiritually and, and financially God's changed your world? Come on, I'm asking, have you? As God brought you out of a bad situation and blessed your life because you chose to live by his rules. But listen to this in Judges 13. Samson, come on. Samson was given to Israel to deliver them out of the hand of the Philistines. God gave those some rules to his mother for Samson to live by to keep the very power of God in his life. You're to make him a Nazarite. You're not to allow his hair to be cut off his head. You cannot do that. That's his rule. But you see, remember there is a power that men you obtain when we obey the word of God. Exodus 23 and 25. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. And ye shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take, I will take, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Somebody asked me. I was talking to someone in the church. And they've been sick a lot. There's some folks repetitively. Repetitively. They asked me, does that ice bath work? I said, so far it has for me. I do other things than that, but it helps. Some rules we think ain't going to help us at all. 
But when you live by God's rules, whatever you think ain't going to help, it's going to help you. But see, Samson was given these rules, given this to his mother, his mother's to teach him, handed to him that he was going to rule over the Philistines. Remember there's a power when you obtain, when you obey God's word. The Bible said in Exodus that you shall, he will bless thee. In Isaiah 30 and 23, 22 and 23 tells us, you shall defile also the covering of thy gold, graven images of silver and the ornament of molded images of gold, that thou shalt cast them away as a clot that thou mayest say unto thee, it get thee hence. Listen to this. Next verse. Then shall he give. He's what he's saying. You rebuke the images out of your life. You got to remove all the gold and the silver images out of your life. Then shall he, then he. God said, after you remove all that stuff, listen to what I'm saying. After you remove all that stuff, after you, you y'all have got too comfortable. I'm going to tell you, y'all got too comfortable. After you remove all that stuff, say all that stuff. Then shall he give the rain of thy seed that thou shalt sow the ground withal. He's going to bless thy seed. The bread of the increase of the earth, and it shall be fat and plenteous. In that day shall thy cattle feed in large pastures. God said, I'm going to cause your pastures to grow bigger because you've got rid of all this stuff that don't need to be in your life. And we wonder, what's going on? You need to step back and say, hey, am I doing everything he tells me I need to do? For my life? Well, Josh, I evaluate my life by the Word of God. If something's going on, I back up and go, what's happening? What am I not doing right? What do I need to do? Come on. What do I need to do? Let's stand on your feet. Wake up a little bit. God Almighty. But obedience to God's Word brings increase. Say increase. Say now is the time. Now is the time to follow his rules. As long as Samson followed, followed the disciplinary rules, he was filled with power and mighty, mighty things happened by the hands of Samson because he followed those rules. But you see, it's when we don't think that these rules aren't important that we start to be defeated. In Judges 14, 1 and 2, this is what the Word said. And Samson went down to Timah, saw a woman in Timah of the daughters of the Philistines. Hey, 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 he went somewhere he shouldn't have went. Come on, folks, are y'all following me? I'm surprised. Are you following me? And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman of Tim, of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me to my wife. He goes, his mother, you know what his mother should have said? Ho, 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 son. You're messing with a, you're messing with a, with a lion right there. You're messing with a tiger. You don't, you don't need to mess with that. You, you need to stay, remember, you, you, you're, you're special. How many knows you're special tonight? Every one of you, the Holy Ghost, feel blood-bought children. You're special. 
You're mighty people. You're great people. Say I'm special. But if you're going to change your spirit, health, and wealth, you've got to live by God's rules. Samson allowed his flesh lust to pull him out of God's rules. It's when we allow our spirit to step out of God's word that we start to lose what we had with God. But you see, now Samson had a woman that he desired and he submitted to her life. Can I ask you, church, tonight, would you say that God's worth it all? Look at what happened when you give in to it. Look what happens when you give in to lustful spirits, bad foods, coveting things in your life and not stay in the rules of God. Judges 16 and 16 tells us, and I'm getting I'm through. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words, and he urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. And he, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There hath not come a razor. Here we go. He reveals the very secret that God told him to take sacred. Raise her upon my head, for I have been a Nazareth unto God from my mother's wound. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. If you cut it, I'm going to become weak. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines and said, Come up, come up at once. For he had shown me all his heart. He told her, If I break this rule, you can get me. If see, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I know I'm in the will of God. I know, I know for a hundred percent. I know it's it, you been awake. I'm telling. I'm here to tell you in the Holy Ghost. Please listen. If you're doing right, and the devil's telling you he's going to beat you, you quit worrying. God's going to pay you back for what you've done right. You're going to come out. I said, say I'm going to come out. Say I'm coming out. Oh, God, I feel it for somebody in the house. I feel it for somebody. You're coming out. Then the lords of the Philistine came up on her and brought money into her hand. They paid her to take away what he had. Come on, church. Don't let the devil buy what you have. And don't let him take away your glory. And don't let him take away your power. Come on. Live by God's rules. And he will sustain you when it looks bad. He will bring you out. Let's lift our hearts and hands and praise him. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.